Okay, Boker Tov, Shavua Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed Hay in Ervin, daf Lamed Hay 35. <clears throat> now, we're going to start from the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Amidbet. The Mishnah in the bottom of Lamed Amidbet. Says the Mishnah, Nasnu b'migdol, if he put his Erev in a migdol, a migdol could be like a large chest of drawers here or a turret of some sort, but we'll describe how it's made. What are we dealing with? That's going to be a discussion of the Gemara. Is this wood? Is this brick? What is this? He put his Erev there, but he lost the key. Hareza Erev. The Tanakhama says that's still a good Erev. Now, why is it still a good Erev? Uh, presumably, Rashi says here we're talking about they're both in Rishu Sayachad, but still, how can he get to it? Why is that a good Erev? The Gemara will discuss this. If he doesn't know where the key is, basically, it's not a good error. So the Mishnah is very brief and it's not clear. We need the Gemara to define this. Amai says Gemara, why is it a good error? Even though we're not talking about where one is in Rishus Arab and one is Rishus Ayochet, they're both in the same, even they're both in Rishus Ayochet, but he can't get to it. How is an error? An error has to, you have to have the ability to be able to eat it. Here he can't get to it. So the Gemara says, Ravu Shmuel Tavai, the first answer is, we're speaking about a a chest or a structure, let's call it, for lack of a better term, a turret is really, amygdala is a tower of some sort, but we really mean it's a structure made out of bricks. So what? If it's bricks, so what? If he can't get to it, what? how does that help you? You're allowed to knock down the bricks apparently on Shabbos. And you could take it. So he says, you know what? Even though he doesn't have the key, but he could break it down. Let's say a house full of fruits, satum, it's sealed off, v'nifchat, and the house was breached, the wall fell down by itself, apparently. No to me, makam chas, you could take from there, says the Tanakhama. Mayor says, pochis menot l'chadchila, you can break it down l'chadchila, apparently on Shabbos. So, says, does that make sense? You can break down a building? Ivan Rav Nachman Rav Adam Shmuel, Bavir Bavir we're not speaking about a structure which is cemented and sealed, etc. Proper building, you can't break that down on Shabbos. That's demolishing. We're speaking about it's loose bricks. Just a bunch of, it's a pile, it's, it's a structure made out of bricks, but they're all, they're not attached to one another. You could take them down. So mayor says you can even do it on Shabbos. So just like he says over there, with this, that we take the fruits out of a house on Shabbos, I'm speaking about where it's loose bricks. Here also we're speaking about loose bricks. This Migdal, we're speaking about loose bricks. Ivan Rabzeira Biantavamru. This is that was a cool on Yantif, they said that. You know, when it comes to food on on Yantif, we're more Mako. Avaloba Shabbos, not on Shabbos. Sigmar says, you know what? That's Gemara and Beitza talking about, which is Beitza really is Masechet Yantif. Hokanami Biantif, he says, you know what? Our mission is also speaking about Yantif. All of a sudden, we're speaking about Shabbos here for a few months. He says, the Mishnah is also speaking about Yontif. He says, the Mishnah is speaking about Yontif? Ihochi Heinrich Tani Allah. There's a Brisa which explains the Mishnah. It says, Rablezer Omer. Rablezer's sheet is not clear. Rashi gives one interpretation. Tosus knocks it down. Rablezer and our Mishnah says, if you don't know where the Mateach is, if you don't know where the key is, it's not a good air. Here Rablezer says, in Be'ir, if he's in the city of Ere Ruve, in Be'ir of Ere Ruve, Erev. If in the city is lost, it's lost, right? It's still a good Erev. In Besada Avad, of Erev, right? And if it's in the field, it's not a good Erev. Now, what does that mean, if it's in the field or if it's not in the field? If it's in the city or in the field, what does that make an Afkamina? So we'll see. We're talking about there where you found the key. In Be'ir, Avad, Eruva, and he found, 
in beer avad eruva if it's a good air why because if he found the key he's able to transport the key we'll see bin but if we're talking, if we're speaking about Yantif, if you're saying the Mishnah, just like the Brisa, just like the Mishnah in Beitzah, our Mishnah is also speaking of Yantif, if Yantif Mali Yir Mali Sada, on Yantif you can carry. Certainly for food you can carry. So what's the problem we're speaking about if, if the whole Mishnah speaks about Yantif? So this is the Gemara Chsur Mechsur, the Brisa, which explains the Mishnah, which expands on the Mishnah, right? And. Uh, by the way, I wanted to point out before Tosus, uh, Rashi said, when we said that according to a mayor, you're allowed to uh, take the bricks down and take the food out. Why isn't it Muktzah? Because he holds like a mayor that, holds like a Shimon that doesn't hold the Muktzah. Okay, that gets around the Muktzah problem. But still, are we dealing with Yontem or are we dealing with Shabbos? This is at the top of If he put the Erev in this, in this uh, chest, in this box, Vinol b'fanav and he locked it. V'avad amavtech and the and the uh, key was lost. Hareza erev. Okay, this is still a good erev according to the Tanaka. Medvar more and beyontif. Again, he's saying now the Bryce is explaining that when the Mishnah says v'avad hareza erev is speaking about on yontif avol v'shabbos eni eni uruva erev on Shabbos you were not makele that way on yontif or makele that way because you could take the bricks apart. Shabbos lo shalabani. You can't knock it down on Shabbos, even though it's not cemented up. You can't do it. Not, not make all that much on Shabbos. On Yantif or Mekel, anything which is ochel nefesh, we're more more makeup. Not on Yant, not on Shabbos. But medvar more beyond the Shabbos lo enorev nimtza mafteach on Shabbos. Though let's say you found the key nimtza mafteach bein beir bein mesada ein eruva erev. The Tanakhaman now is saying. That on Shabbos, even if he found the key, in other words, when the Mishnah says Nasan Migul Avadam Fetech, we're explaining now according to this pshat, it's a good air of Anyantif. Anyantif, we're more makel because you can knock it down, you could break into the structure and knock it and, and take the food out. Not on Shabbos. Let's say you found the key. Matter beyond the Shabbos, it's no good. You found the key. So Bain Ba'ir Bain Basada ain't Erev. It's still not a good Erev, right? And um, Right, Nimtza Mafteh. It's not a good Why? Because he doesn't hold the Rab Shimon. Because what's the difference if he found the key? He still can't carry it. Ah, in the city, there's a cool of Rab Shimon that we discussed yesterday. Also, in the city, you could find uh, Rab Shimon holds. You can take it uh, all the you know, the rooftops and the enclosures and uh, the chatzeres is all considered one rishus, and you can carry the key from one place to another. So you can get from this wherever you are in the city, you can make it home uh, with the key. Right, but that's if you hold the Rab Shimon. The Tanakam here is saying, Nimsa Maftech Ben Beir Ben Masada ain't because he doesn't hold the Rab Shimon. Rabbi Lezer Omer, and now this is the strange thing that now the Rab Lezer of this Brisa, the Shailif, it's the same as as the, as the Rab Lezer and the Mishnah or not, but Rab Lezer the Brisa is more makel. And the way we read our Mishnah, Rab Lezer was, was more machmer, right? There he was more machmer. Is it two different sheets of Rab Lezer or not? One might be Rab Lezer. <coughs> or different shitas in Rabbi Lezer, but here Rabbi Lezer, on Rabbi Erev, why? Because he holds of Rabbi Shimon, if you're out in the field and you find the key on Shabbos, there's no way to get it into town. If you're in town, then it's okay. Why? Whether the rooftops, the courtyards, and the enclosures If there was a clee that was there at the beginning of Shabbos in one of those areas on a roof in the, in the uh, courtyard and an enclosure and you can go from one to the other 
without a Rishus Rabbim. In between, it's considered one Rishus and you can make it, you can make it home on Shabbos. The, the words Besada Ein Rav Karabonah doesn't really make sense. The Bach takes that out. It's better to just say Besada Ein Rav because then you don't have the Kula of Rab Shimon. So Rab Lezer holds of Rab Shimon according to the Brisa. Rab Lezer holds of Rab Shimon and therefore he says if he found the key on Shabbos, if he found the key and you were in the city, you can make it home with it and then it is a good Erev. But in the field, you can't open it and that's, and that's it. But everybody agrees on Shabbos, you can't break down the structure. That's all one way to learn the mission. It's very, very different than the way the Mishnah simply reads. Because we're saying now the way the Mishnah reads is only really on Yontif. And even there, Ereblaz says, a man from Komo, ain't a Erev, he can't even get in there because he's not making about breaking it down on Shabbos, uh, on Yontif. And, and, and the, and the Brisa, where we talk about Yontif and Shabbos, we see the, that uh, Reb Lezer is more mekel. Tosis in the top, Tosis says, Are you allowed to break it down or not? And Tosis explains that the Mishnah is speaking about a yontif, and the Mach, can you break it down or not? The Tanakhama says you could, and Reb Lezer says you can't on yontif. And the Bryce says we found it on Shabbos, and that's the Machlokas, whether you hold the Reb Shimon or not. That's all one way to understand the Mishnah. Another way to understand the Mishnah. You know what we're speaking about? The question we were talking about, a not made, made out of bricks or whatever, levain and bricks, we're talking about it's made out of wood, this structure, call it a closet, a chest, uh, you know, a, a structure of some sort made out of wood. And the question is, uh, is it the Marsava Kliu, the question is, how do you, if there's no key, how do you break into it? So he says, you know what? If it's made out of wood, since it's made out of wood, the question is, is it a kli or is it a structure? Is it an OL? If it's an OL, then you can't, ain't binyan v'sir, you're not allowed to build or demolish a, a structure on Shabbos if it's a, uh, a structure like it's considered building. But if it's simply like a box, which is like a kli, then ain't binyan v'kelem, we hold ain't binyan v'kelem, ain't stibrikam, and therefore there's no problem, you could break it up. Says Rashi, the uh, boy Sosala, there's no stereochem, so you could break it down. In other words, okay, you don't have the key. Uh, forget about the bricks. The bricks was the first way to learn. That was one way to learn. Now we're saying that's Rav Shmuel that, that, that learned that way, like uh, sort of like the Brisa. Uh, but uh, Rav and Rav Yosef are saying, no, we're speaking about a wooden structure, a wooden closet. And the question is, can you break it up on Shabbos or not? If it's a clue, you could break it on Shabbos. Okay. Ain't stereochem. Yes. Shvus. We'll see. Shvus is, you're not supposed to break things on Shabbos, not break it up. You're not allowed to break it up, take a hammer and break it up. But that's really only Yisra Drabonan. And here the problem is, at, remember, we hold like Rebbe, that when it comes to a Shvus, the, the Rabbana went out, goes to the Shvus at Bain Hashemashos on Friday afternoon when Shabbos started, and therefore it was accessible on Shabbos. Remember, you don't actually have to eat the, to eat the food. You have to be able to eat it at, on Erev Shabbos, at uh, when Shabbos started, that's when the uh, that's when the Erev, uh took hold. It was uh, was effective, and at that point, you have to be able to break it. And since it's only a shvus of breaking things up, not a problem. If it's if it's an ohel, if you say this is an ohel, that's a proper structure, like a building. In a building, there's binyan and stira. It's an isra daraisa. This is daraisa. Then we're not makel at uh, banish mushrooms. But if it's an only shvus and isra drabanan, we're makel. So that's the question: Is it an ohel or is it a is it a kli? If it's a kli, you could break it. That's the Tanakama. So Rablazer says, Rablazer and the Mishnah says, no, it's an OL, and you can't. Ubaput the Tani Tanoi, and the Machlokas in, in our mission is the same as the following Machlokas, the Tanan. Let's say a person's a Zov. A Zov 
if he, if he touches something, it's for sure tummy. Even if he puts pressure on something, if he's wearing a glove, but he puts pressure on something, like a sheet of tape and migdal, like a chest, a box, or a turret, in this case, right? Like a, some sort of a structure. It's tame, says the Tanakhama. They say it's tar. My love, what's the machlokas here? Marsava kliu. It's a kliu marsava olu. An ol is not tame. An ol, as one, in Gabi Shabbos, it's a problem because there's no, there's binyan and stira. You can't build or demolish a proper structure like a building, an ol. But Gabi Tuma, a building doesn't become tame. Unless it has saras, it doesn't become tame by a person touching it. Whereas if it's a kli, it could become Tomei. So maybe that's a machlokas here too. It is Tomei. Why? Because he considers it to be a Kli. And so this, this, that's the question. Is the Shida, is this, or Migdal, this, this structure, this closet, um, is, it, is it a Kli or is it an Oel? So that's a machlokas in our Mishnah. If it's a, uh, if it's a Kli, then what? Then you could break it. Therefore, it, the Erev is good. And if it's an Oel, it's not. And here, Lachar, we see the same machlokas. If a person who's a Zav touches one of these things, is it tor or not? Not if he touches it, if he moves it, if he puts pressure on it, because if he touches it with his bare hand, it's for sure Tomei, right? Or, or, or even here, we're talking about even if he, he, he wouldn't be Tomei, a building, but, but the question is, this is the case over here, speaking about when he put pressure, he kish. Rashi says, Zav by Grafal, Gabishet, he pushed it, even though he was wearing a glove. So he puts pressure on it. So we'll see why is it necessary to talk that case because we originally want to say maybe it's a semachlokas. If you say it's tomei, it's because it's a kli and he move and he puts pressure on a kli's tomei. And if it says it's tar, it's because it's an ol. Um, Rabbi, if it's Tisbra, you really think that's the pshat? Is that the pshat? Fatani, we learn ol v'nisit. If it's an ol, but it's movable. If you can move it a house, you can't move. But if it's movable, it is tummy. Cleave and nisit. Let's say the cleave is locked down on the ground. It's, it's, it's uh, bolted in or something. It's not movable. It's tar. So it has nothing to do whether it's an ol or it's a cleave. The question is, is it movable? When it comes to a zob being tummy something, either if he touches it with his bare hands or, or touches it with his bare body, or if he moves it. So if it's an oil, even if he moves it, it becomes Tomei. And if it's a Kli and it's not movable, it's Tar. But Tani Seifa, and the Seifa also confirms that if it's capable of being moved, it's Tomei. If it's moved because of his direct, um, direct um, actions, direct power, he moved it, it's Tomei. Let's say he moved the ground, he stamped on the ground, and then it shook a little bit. Everybody agrees that's Tar. Why? Rashi explains that's Koch Kocha. It's indirect. In other words, if he stamped on the ground and the thong vibrated a little bit, he's tar, right? So, so what do you see over here? That has nothing to do. Don't say it depends. Uh, the machlokas over there is—is is it a kli or is it an ol? There, it all depends whether he moved it or not, right? The machlokas over there is tameyin, right? The machlokas there one says it's tamei if he banged on it, and one said it's tar. So it's not because of the kli or 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 an ol. Because you see over there, everybody agrees. If you moved it, it's tamei, and if he just shook, if he just shook it indirectly, it's tar. Elam Rabbi, the kulam has tamei. Everybody agrees over there that if he moved it directly with his own power under his own power, it's tamei. Machas the If he stamped on the ground or banged on the ground and then the thing shook a little bit, that's 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 Here it's speaking about where he directly banged on it, but he didn't move it. It just shook. It just vibrated. One says that vibrating it is like moving it, and therefore it's tame. That's uh, that's the Tanakama. And Rachemio said it's not Hesed. So in other words, you can't compare it to that show, Shaili. You're saying over here that it depends whether it's a Kli or it's not, or it's an OL. 
and depending on whether the box over there, you don't see over here, nobody is, we're not necessarily arguing about whether this box is a clear or an OL. Do you want to say you see your know, proof from the case of the Zav that there's a machlokus, whether it's a clear or an OL by this same kind of amygdal? No. There the machlokus is when you shook it, is that considered moving or not? If it's moving, it's tummy. If it's not moving, it's not tummy. It's nothing to do with it. It's an OLA. So therefore, what's our mission speaking about? So, and Rashi says, Umasnisan, so what about our mission? Mayaskin, so what's our mission speaking about? Our mission that says what? That the Tanakhama says it's an Erev, and Rab Lazar says it's not a good Erev. What are we speaking about? If it's a big one, everybody agrees it's an OL, and therefore it shouldn't be a good Erev because you can't break it out. You can't break it down. You can't break it on, on Shabbos. It's demolishing. And if it's small, but small, normally small is if it doesn't hold 40 saw like a mikvah, then it's considered a kli, and then you could break it. It's only in a sidra bonnet to break it on Shabbos, and Erev Shabbos banished mushrooms is not a problem. So what's the machlokas on our Mishnah? So again, we had one shot with the bricks and breaking it down in Yontif. Here he says, Masnis and my mikmina law, bayev rabadam no. Bimanol the kotter, bimasnaskin. We're speaking about a lock that was tied up with a rope. Uboy sekinamiske, you need to break it. In other words, the problem in our Mishnah was there was a lock there. You didn't have the key. You could break it with a rope. Now, if the rope was a thin string, you could just tear it, you know, tear it with your teeth. That's not a problem. You could break that open on Shabbos. It's like you open up a, a you know, open up a bag of uh, potato chips. You could, you could break it open on Shabbos. Here the problem is that if this is a structure, it's a large structure, right? If it's a small clee, there's no problem, right? The problem is that it's a big O. It's like an OL. And you need a knife to cut the to cut the string. Tanakama holds like that you're allowed to all kalim. You're allowed to use them on Shabbos for uh, for a lagufa. You need you need this uh, you need this knife for something. He says you can use, if you need the knife on Shabbos, you're allowed to use it. The only thing you can't use is remember a, a, a large saw or the pin of a plow. Remember because that's muktza machmas chesaron kiss because these are very valuable items and you'd only use them professionally. Everything else you're allowed to. So therefore, there's not a problem. You could take the knife and cut the string and and cut the rope and get to it on Shabbos. It's not a problem and get to it. Therefore, it's a good eruv. In other words, the eruv is locked with a big rope. So take a knife and, and, and cut it. What do we say? You're not supposed to do those things. It's an Isidra Bonan to do it, right? Because if it's a big, if this is like a OL, it looks like, it looks like you're cutting it on, in other words, a bag of potato chips is one thing. Here it looks like you're opening up a structure because you're, you're, you've got a structure over here. You've got an OL, it's large, and it looks like you're breaking into it. However, however, you're not really doing it, Rashi says, because all you're really doing is opening the door, right? You're just being able to door. You're not really breaking the structure, but still it's an Isra Rabbanan, but Nisra Rabbanan to do that because it, less, it looks like it looks like demolishing. So, but the word goes there on Arab Shabbos Spanish Masha. So the Tanakhama says, therefore it's a good Arab. As we're talking about a large, a large structure, right? Like an OL and it's locked with a rope and you need a knife to cut it open. So technically you shouldn't do that on Shabbos. But it's only Nisra Bonan. So Banish Mashri says you're allowed to. You, since Banish Mashri says you're allowed to, because only Nisra Bonan, therefore, therefore it's a good air of Rabbi Lazar Savalak, Rabbi Nehemia, Dom Rafil Talsaf, Yul Tarvet, even a talus, a, a coat, or a, a spoon, ain't it let it soft mission. You're allowed to use them for their proper use on Shabbos. Rabbi Nehemia is the most machmer when it comes, even more machmer than Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Muktz on Shabbos. And he says these things can't be used. And a knife is used for what? For cutting food. That's what you use a knife for. Uh, for cutting bread and and and, uh, and meat and other foods, 
and therefore, therefore, uh, you're not allowed to use that knife on Shabbos. It's muktzah used on Shabbos, on Shabbos, and therefore, uh, he says, therefore, in other words, he holds you're not allowed to. So therefore, it's muktzah on Shabbos, and what? And he says more. It's it's almost more of a daraisa, and therefore you can't cut it open on Shabbos, and therefore uh, and therefore would be some say that it's two isurim over here. The you can bring it that way. If if you if you if you um, lost it in the city and you find the city when you when you remember where the thing is you'll be able as you'll able to get to it if you if you remember where the key is or if you lost it in the city you'll be able to bring it that way on Shabbos when you find the key when you find it but otherwise you can't use the knife on Shabbos that's more like an isra according to Reb Nechemia and if it's an isra even banish mashos you're not allowed to uh, you're not allowed to do you're not allowed to cut it open and therefore if you don't have the key in the city it would not be considered air so several ways to learn two two eager ways to learn the machlokis and our mishnah says the next mission let's say you set up your erev you set up your erev but it rolled out of the tum or right rolled out of the tum shabbos now uh right and it's too far away uh, we're talking about where it rolled out of Tchum before Shabbos started. So it never... At the end of the day, though, the Mach is per both sheets is both Shabbos and Yantiv. Is that correct? Yeah, well, on, on, uh, on, according to the second sheet, uh, it's not speaking about Yantiv at all. It's only speaking about Shabbos. There's still a Brisa which says, talks about Yantiv, right? But according to the way the Mishnah, the, the Abayim Rabbah's chat doesn't have to be discussing Yantiv at all. The first part would be discussing Yantav, says the mission is only speaking about Yantav. Well, would the halacha be different on I don't know the halacha. The halacha, I don't, I don't know the halacha. The halacha would be, the halacha probably would be the same. And as we paskin like Rav Shimon, you're allowed to knock it down. If it's loose bricks, you're allowed to knock it down, even on on, on Shabbos, right? Even on Shabbos if you have to. But the Tanakhama says before he doesn't, if you only eight or, the way you learn the brysa, the, the problem is the brysa. The brysa says, that right. is more well, machmer, that the Tanakhama says it's not an Arab, right? So the halacha right. would be probably dependent on how you learn the Bryce and not the Mishnah. The way the Mishnah reads, uh, you can't learn it from there, the right? The is about wood. I, mean, I meant the question on the Bryce, you're right, because yeah. the Mishnah is about Levain, and this yeah, is about yeah. wood. Yeah, yeah, so, right. So, so again, uh, the, 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 right. it's about wood according to the second shot, according to Bayev Rava. According to the first shot, it's not clear right. if we're speaking. If we're speaking, right. yeah, we're still right. speaking about bricks, right? So it depends on how it's made. Also, that would be the that be kind of that. So okay. the mission says in Skalgo Chutz Let's say if it fell out of the Chum, or Nafalav Galo Nisraf Nisraf. In other words, let's say, let's say it fell out of the Chum Shabbos. So Gemara is going to say, Mina, it, it, it was you put your air of two thousand amas out of town or beyond your house if your house wasn't in town, and then it, it rolled away. So you don't have an air event. You don't have the air of the air. You can't get to the air of anymore if it's not within. We'll see if it's within four amas of the where you put it down. That's okay. But if it's further than that, you can't get to it. Or nuffle of gal, or uh, you know, a, a, a heap of uh, rocks fell on top of the. You can't get to the uh, food. Oh nisraf, or it burnt up, or truma vinitmus. If the truma, it was truma. Okay, remember we learned machlokas before. If it's truma. Uh, is it okay? Can you make it with truma? Tanakama said you could. You can give it to a kohen tea. And Sumchus disagreed, but everybody agrees if the truma became tame, nobody could eat it then. Uh, a truma, uh, uh, only a kohen could eat a truma, a kohen who's tar, and the truma is tar, but if the truma is tame, nobody could eat it. In all these cases, you can't get to the food. 
it's beyond the tomb, or a heap of rocks fell on it, or it's tomb and came tummy. If it's Yom, if it became pasul, so to speak, uh, while before Shabbos started, while it was still daytime Friday, and it's not a good, not a good day of Misha But once it, if this hell happened after it got dark, I said, oh Nisraf, or it burned up. Now, any of these cases, you don't have the air of anymore, right? It went too far away, or it burnt up, uh, or uh, a pile of a pile of bricks or rocks fell on it. Or it became Tomei. If it happened after Shabbos started, then it's a good air. Why? Because the air, remember, is executed, is effective at the time of Banish Mashas. Im Suffolk. So that's very simple. If it happened, if all these happened before, you set up on Friday morning, you set up the air, and then one of these accidents happened to it, not a good air because it wasn't there, Banish Mashas. If it happened after Shabbos started, not a problem. Let's say you're not sure, Im Suffolk. Here's a machlok. Chamar Gamal means you're stuck. It's no good. You go to Chumrah. What does it mean? A Chamar is a person, is an is a ass driver, a person who um, moves uh, donkeys, mules, right? Pushes them from behind. A Gamal, a person who, who uh, leads uh, camels, pulls them from the front. So if, if, you have a, if you hired a driver and you gave him both a, a donkey and a camel, you got a problem because he has to stand behind one and pull the other. In other words, there's no way to do both of them if they're next to each other. If let's say they're, t- you know, they're next to each other, you can't do it. So you're stuck. What he really means is you can only walk between your house and the Eruv. See, normally, if you're in a house, you have 2,000 amas in all directions. Like your circle, you're at the radi- you're at the point, middle of the circle, and you can walk 2,000 amas in all directions. Uh, it could be it's really squared off, we'll see, not just uh, rounded, but at least rounded. If you're if you're um, if you put your air of two thousand amas out, then you have two thousand amas from that spot, right? That's where you can go. Here, you don't know. You don't know if your house is the air of. If the air wasn't good, if you're not sure, you don't know if the air was good or not. So, if it wasn't a good air of, you can only go from your house in two thousand amas. If the air was good, you can only go from the air of two thousand amas in any direction. So, what do you do? You can't go from your house in the opposite direction because maybe the air was good. So what you can only do is you can only go between your house and the Arab and no, nowhere else. You can only go like in a direct line between your house and the Arab. That's what he means by Chumrah Gamal. He knows you're, we go to Chumrah and you don't know what to do. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, Amr, Suffolk, Arab. If you're not sure, the Arab is kosher. Amr, Rabbi Yossi, Avtumus, Tumus is Tanaheyed, Mishum, Chamesh, Skanim. He gave testimony in the name of five Skanim. Al Suffolk, Arab, Shekosher. The Suffolk of an Arab is kosher. In other words, Rabbi Yossi gets his uh, source from this Avtumus. Okay, now what are we speaking about? If you left four amas beyond the spot that you spot that you put it, in other words, if it's even though you went two thousand amas, you went the full two thousand, you put your erev down there, you still have four amas because wherever you have your erev, you have four amas in any direction. So if it fell within four amas of that spot, you're still okay. That's what the mission says over here because wherever you are, the erev gives you the full amount. In other words, just like if you put your erev in a house, Rashi says. You're entitled to go the length of the house plus 2,000 amas. So here too, you have the tchum Shabbos, you have the Dalit amas around that tchum plus the 4,000 amas. So as long as the, as the, even if it rolled out, but if it rolled out within the Dalit amas, it's like it rolled out within one big house. Nafalavagal. Now, so we said if a pile of uh, bricks, a uh, pile of stones fell on it, what do you do? Because the is, why is it okay? Nafalavagal. 
we say it's okay because if you want, you could take the you could take the stones away. Like Masis and Lekar Rebbe, Lekar doesn't go like Rebbe. Dikar Rebbe, Amar called over Shem Shem Shvus Lagazor Beinish Moshos. Lekar our Mishnah doesn't go like Rebbe. Why? Because we say here, if it, if if a if a pile of rocks fell on it, what do we say? If it was before Shabbos started, it's no good, right? If if you knew, we're not talking about the Suffolk. If it, if it, if, it, if the pile of rocks fell on the food that you set up there and it was still Friday afternoon, well before Shabbos, it's no good. Why not? Why not? You could have picked up the bricks one by one. Couldn't you have picked up the bricks one by one? Ah, moving the bricks is muksa. Okay, that's an Israel Shabbos, but, but Ben Hashmashus, it's, 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 uh, it's only a shvus, and Ben Hashmashus, it should have been mutter, according to Rabbi Lachar, Mishnah doesn't go like Rabbi. These aren't rocks that you could just pick up by hand and it's a question of mukta. Here you need a hoe and uh, an axe to get these things, meaning you need a building, you need building material. So like, like Ritvo explains that if it's, in, if it's in a house, that's considered building. And if it's in a field, it's considered plowing. So either way, you've got a problem. So we're speaking about could really go like Rebbe, it's speaking about an Issa Daraisa. The bricks, the pile of stones fell on it and it would take, uh, it would take real work to uh, remove them. Uh, and, and therefore, it's also, even according to Rebbe, it would be also a banished mushroom because it's an Issa Daraisa. But Sricha, why does he have to tell me the case if it rolled away and also the case of Nafalov of Agal? Either way, you can't get, the, the Arab is not there in its spot. Can't get Sricha. If removed away, so it's, you don't have the Arab within 2,000 amas of your house. Or of your city, Avonafel of Gal, but when a pile of rocks fell on the Isaac it's there. It's just that you can't get to it. It's an it is. The food is there. I just can't get to it. So I might think that's okay. Kamashman neither is okay. The reason because it's covered. but if it rolled away, maybe it'll roll back. Maybe the maybe the wind will roll back too. The food is there. I just can't just just moved a little bit too far away. Maybe it'll roll back too. I think it's a good area. So we say in all these cases, if if it rolled away, or the pile of, of rocks fell on it before, well before Shabbos, you know, before Banish Mashos, it's not a good Arab. The Mishnah went on to say, oh, Nisra, for it got burnt up, or it trumped, it trumped, it trumped. what do you need all these cases for? Lomeli, Lomeli, what do you need these cases for? The Chiddush of Nisra is to teach the Rebbe Yossi. says, if you're not sure when it got burnt up, Rebbe says it's still a good Arab, even though it might have been burnt up before Yantav, before Shabbos started. Shabbos or Yantav, you need Arab either way. It, it burnt up. Uh, it burnt up before. Slow Yosef Meikel. Tana Chumas didn't just lo diecha kach Rameir because Rameir says it's a suffix chamar gamal. You got to go lechomer. You have to assume it's not a good Arab. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. We don't know. Okay, so that's why he had all those cases. Now the Gemara says v'savar Rameir sfekel lechomer in the case where it's suffix. You're not sure it was it was the let's call it the Arab being destroyed, covered up, moved away, whatever, invalid. If you're not sure, Rameir says you go Lechomer and it's not a good Eir. Rameir says it's good. Does Rameir really go Lechomer by time? We learn Tomei Shiar. A person was Tomei. Shiar looked well. He went to the mikvah to be Tobel. Suffolk Tobel Suffolk. Now, if you're not sure if he went into the mikvah or not. I don't know how he's not sure. Maybe he forgot. He's not sure. Or, I feel Tobel, he for sure went into the mikvah. Suffolk Tobel Babam saw. Suffolk Lo Tobel saw. You're not sure if the mikvah had 40 saw or not. Let's say you had that kind of a Suffolk. You're not sure if it was it had 40 saw or not. Suffolk Eim or. Or maybe there were two different mikvahs. In one case, you're not sure if he went to the mikvah. In the second case, he's not sure if the mikvah had 40 saw. In the third case, there were two mikvahs. One had 40 saw. But he went to mikvah in one of them. In all these cases, he's not sure if he went to the proper mikvah. In this case, the last case, he didn't know which mikvah he went into, the 40 saw or the, or the, or the one that didn't have 40 saw. Sveiko Tomei. 
tummy. His tummy is soft. Not sure. Your tummy. That's why it's a tumah da'araisa. If he touched the, he touched an avatumah, then you go lechumra. Aval, this is all Rameers, we'll see. Aval, the Tumakala, but if it's a Tumakala, meaning it's a Drabonan. It's not really Tomei Miraraisa, right? It's only a Tomei, only a Tomei, uh, it's only Tomei Drabonan. For example, gives an example. Aval, the Tomei Drabonan, for example, what are the cases? Aval, Tumakala, go and Shachal, Ochlan, Tomei, and Veshasam, Ashna. He ate things which are Tomei, which Miraraisa, that doesn't make you Tomei. He ate foods which are Tomei, Tomei. Food cannot be Tomei, a person Miraraisa. Miraraban, if he ate a certain amount, he's Tomei. Or he fell into Mayim uh, Shuvan means water that went through a cle, like faucet water, right? Tap water. Uh, that Rosh of Rubo, most of his body and his head were, uh, he, he went in, uh, like went into a swimming pool or, or a bathtub or something. Oh, fell on his head. And he went into the mikvah then to be to become tar, to become purified from this tumid rabbanan. He gives all the cases again to show you that make sure that this that we're discussing all through, all the cases that uh, he went into the, he, he went down to be tov. He's not sure if he went to the mikvah or not. Or vafil tovel he went into the mikvah. Suffik tovel babram saw suffik lotovel. He's not sure if he went into a mikvah before he saw. Or two mikvahs. Vachin shnei mikvahs the same as we before. Bachas yesh mar saw bachas ein mar saw. Vatov bachas man bein er debeis man tovel sveiko tar. So what do you see over here? Rameir says this is Rameir and he says suffik is tar. So by a suffik drabonon. Lachara mayor's makel. Why was he machmer in our Mishnah by an Arab? Arab was also drabon lachara. So here you see he's makel by a suffix, and our Mishnah says machmer. And Rabbi Yossi is matame. Rabbi Yossi now is matame over here. Now that's going to be a problem with Rabbi Yossi too, because Rabbi Yossi was makel in our Mishnah. Here he's machmer. We'll get to that discussion tomorrow about Rabbi Yossi. But we're discussing our Rameir. Rameir in our Mishnah is machmer, and here he's makel. The answer is because of Rameir, Oh, he holds like a bekiva, not like we hold. He holds that tumen is an iser daraisa. It's learned out of pasuk that tumen is daraisa, is daraisa, and therefore suffik luchosad. So that's like the case of tumen daraisa. Okay, so tumen daraisa nino says more of a savra mayor tumen daraisa. Does he really say tumen daraisa? But tonight we learn imen yochalavio. You have to look in your illustration books. You thought you'd be off today, right? Look in number two fifteen on page seventy two. Uh, we, when it comes to measuring the Tchum Shabbos, you say 2,000 arms. Okay, so you take a, a, a measure and you measure out 2,000 arms. Like we'll discuss later on, you can't use a rope that's more than 50 amos because otherwise the, uh, it gets stretched and you, it, it's not accurate. So you can only use a, a when, you, when you stretch it out of town, you take a rope and you measure 50, 50, 50 until you get to 2,000 amos. Let's say you're uh, at a span. First, take if you want, take a look back at, uh, at 213. Picture number 213. Let's say you come to a valley, a, a, a ditch, right? How do you measure? You go down, you take the rope and measure down and walk, etc., etc. Well, if the ditch is less than 50 meters wide in 213, you can just span the ditch. In other words, you don't count. You know, that would be lechumer. If you have to measure stepping down into the, bitch, into the ditch and then walking up, that would use up a lot of your 2,000 meters, right? 2,000 amas. So you can span it, like in 213. But let's say it's too big to span, like, right? Too big to span. Well, 214 is a little more complicated, but it does show you uh, if it's too big to span. And you can't use one that's more than 40. So what you do is you pierce it through, like in 215, meaning... Today, you'd use modern mathematics and, and, and lasers and all kinds of stuff. And as you go right through the mountain or through the ditch, and by doing it in this, what's called piercing. In other words, you take, you take a little rope of four uh, amos, 
and you have one guy's chest. In other words, you're trying to what you're all you're trying to do there is you're trying to make a vertical line. Uh, that's the way you do it is like with small pieces of rope. They, that was their that was their uh, primitive way of doing it. Today you would you know you, the, the idea is you go vertically across uh, across the valley or through a mountain. You do it vertically. So it says over there. Emmanuel Chalavio, like I said, if the ditch was too big and you couldn't span it with a 50 ama rope, Bazuam Rav Desoy, Rav Desoy said, Bar Yanai Mishum Rav Meir, Shamati Shemakadron. I heard that you can pierce. In other words, do the, uh, you know, go vertically through the mountain and, and measure it that way. Baharam Visakadai Tchum Doraisa, if Tchum is Doraisa, and we have to measure the 2,000 amas, Minatora, so Mimakati, you're not allowed to do that. Minatora, if you have to measure anything, you walk. You walk. You walk down, you walk up. It, it, you have to go foot by foot. You can't start play, going through ropes or across valleys, across oceans, right? When it comes to Ari Miklet, Ari Miklet, you know, where the, where the murderer uh, Rishoge can run to the city. Now, when he goes to the city, what does that mean? He's, he, you, can't, you can't kill him. You're not allowed to kill him over there. The Ari Miklet also has the area around the city. An area around the city also counts, right? You're entitled to a little area around there. Uh, the tchum of the city, the 2,000 amas around the city, also uh, saves a person. So there, when you measure, it says you can't do that. You've got to measure step by step, whether it goes up or down. You've got to measure step by step, even though as the crow flies, so to speak, a horizontal way, right, you'd, get, you, you'd be getting a lot more. In other words, if you measure going up and going down, the actual distance as the crow flies is much smaller than the 2,000 amas because you've got to walk up and you've got to walk down. Right, come by you have to measure from the city to see which city is responsible for the death of the of the of the of the person, the person who was murdered. Also, when it comes to Odoraisa, you got to just walk step by step. So you see, if it's a Doraisa, you can't say. So how could Rameir say that you're allowed to do the horizontal piercing? This is Lokasha. He himself, he himself uh, uh, holds. That Tumen, uh, uh, that he himself holds that Tumen is Daraisa, like we explained before. That's why he's Machmer in our Mishnah. This that he says over there that by the, when you measure the Tum, you're allowed to do the piercing, in other words, the horizontal measurement, and you don't have to go up and down. That's his Rebbe. They can, I'm telling you, see it, they claim the Zuam Rab Destoy Baryanami Shum Rameir Shamati. Rameir used the word, I heard Shemakadr Baram, not, not my Shita. I hold you can't because it's a Daraisa. I heard from, I heard from somebody else, my Rebbe. I heard that he says you're allowed to because he held the his Rebbe held the Tumah is Drabonan, but he himself holds it to right, and that's where he's Machmer, even though he's Mako by a Tumah Drabonan, and he would be Mako by, by um, uh, he would be Mako in the case of um, uh, where, where it's a Drabonan, but if it's a Daraisa, he's not Mako, and therefore Remeyer holds that Tumen is Daraisa, and therefore he's Machmer in our Mishnah, and he would be Machmer in the case of the piercing himself too. So if Rami Daraisa, Daraisa, let's get Kashmir Daraisa, Daraisa, you say by Daraisa, Remeyer, you say by Daraisa, he's Machmer, that's not. Nogabech, let's say he was sleeping next to a guy and he touched the guy. He's not sure if the guy was alive or dead. They were, you know, soldiers, whatever. Lamacher, Hishkim, next day he found him, found the guy dead. Remeyer says he's tar, even though it's a Suffolk Daraisa, you touch that, it's a Tumen Daraisa, if a person's dead, he's, he's Mako of them, if you find him dead now, you have to assume he was dead in the middle of the night too. But Rameyer is Mekel. So you see even a Daraisa, Rameyer is Mekel. Our Mishnah, you say our Mishnah, he's Machmer because it's a Daraisa. And, and, and over there, he's Mekel by a Drabonan, but this is a Daraisa over here. So you see and, and by a Suffolk, Rameyer is is, is Mekel, because he says we're in the case of touching the dead body, you're tar. Am Rav Yirmiya Mishnah Seinu, Kshehoyol of Sheretz, our Mishnah is speaking about 
Our Mishnah is speaking about where there was a there was a dead sheretz on the what we're talking about. We're talking about where the thing became tummy, right? You're not sure. Mishnah is speaking about where there was a dead sheretz and the, the whole banished mushes, even a banished mushes, it was also it was for sure tummy. And that's why he's machmer. You're not sure, so it's kosher. But if you knew that there was a dead sheritz there for sure, banished mushrooms, so you can't say it's not a suffix, it's for sure tame. And therefore, if the trum was tame, it couldn't be eaten and it would and and uh, wouldn't be a good Arab. There were two Adas over there. There were two sets of Adam in our Mishnah. One says it was Tomei while it was still daytime. One says it was from, from it became Tomei only in Masark. So that's the Suffolk over here. And Rashi explains five lines from the Dhamma of the page. Right? Well, it's two against two. And the Truma's in the Chazaka Kamaisa. The Truma was tar uh, Friday morning, right? And, uh, okay, it's two against two. We don't know. They knock each other off. And the Chazaka. V'chiyan chetar ave. Rameir sover, no. Kin, since there's one group that says that it was Tomei, so the, the Chazaka's gone. There's no Chazaka. By the right, um, Besvaik of the right, so we don't go by Chazaka. But, but, okay, but with the case of the bodies touching one another, the guy, the soldier's touching a dead body at night, right? There's nobody taking out of the Chazaka, right? Maybe he died right now. In other words, the guy was tar. When they went to sleep, the guy was tar. And there's no Adam saying that he was Dari Tomei. So therefore, Abiyosi said, Rameyer says, listen, there's no Adam over here, right? It's a Suffolk. When did the guy die? Well, maybe he just died right now. We don't know. So it's sure it's a Suffolk, but there's a Chazaka. The Chazaka, when they went to sleep, the guy was alive. So you go with that Chazaka, right? But in our Mishnah, speaking about where there's two against two, so why don't you use the Chazaka in our Mishnah? Why does Rameyer in our Mishnah say some? Because there, it's the, the, because there, there's one group of Adam who say that it was Vade Tomei. So the Chazaka is worthless. That's what Rameyer says. Rameyer says, it's a Suffolk de Raisa, you don't go bust a Chazaka. But in the case over here, there is no Adam against us, so therefore you could use, so he says you could use the Chazaka when there's no Adam against you. Rava, one more line, Rava and Lamed Vav says, Rava Amr, Hasum Forget about the Adam. Even if there's two Adam in both cases, again, by touching also, two Adam that he was dead in the middle of the night and two Adam that he wasn't dead. But over here, in the case of touching the dead body, there's two Chazakas. There was one Chazaka that the guy himself, when he went to sleep, the guy who eventually died, was alive. And there was also Chazaka that he himself, the guy who touched him, was tarred. There's two Chazakas over there. Whereas in the, in the case of the Arab, there was only one Chazaka. Therefore, a mayor says, by Doraisa, we're Machmer against one Chazaka. But over here, there's two Chazakas, and therefore, we're Makel in the case of the touching the dead soldier in the middle of the night. That answers all Rameyer. What about Rabiosi? That we'll see him tomorrow. Kasha de Rabiosi de Rabiosi. That Kasha we said, because Rabiosi and our Mishnah said, Sveika Lakula. And in the case of the person who was Tommy, went to the mikvah, even by a Drabanan, we said over there, Rameyer said, Rameyer says what? Rameyer says, it's Tommy. Rameyer says, it's Tar. And Rabiosi's Metami. So in our Mishnah, he's Mekel. And in the Braisa, he's Machmer. We'll discuss Rabiosi Mitzchem tomorrow when we pick it up at the same time as today. Have a good day, everybody. Shavuot Tov. Yeah, have a good day. Shavuot Tov. Shavuot Tov. Shavuot Tov.